Hey everybody, welcome to Uncomplicated Truth Talk with your host, licensed Christian counselors, Dr. Kim and Naomi. Each episode, you will hear the truth of the Word of God in a relaxed, real, and authentic conversation that help you navigate the issues in life and help you stay in the lane God has for you. So grab your coffee and listen to Uncomplicated Truth Talk with Dr. Kim and Naomi. actually wanted to warn me this time that that's so nice after what episode is this uh 79 that you're gonna hit the button <clears throat> took you 79 times just did it <laughs> 79 <laughs> times wow okay well look at that yeah here we are 79 i know we're getting kind of close to 100 yeah which hey if anybody has any idea of what we should do for our hundredth podcast, right? And I don't want to tell them that other secret Which yet one? about the podcast. Oh yeah, no, no, no. no we don't. don't want to talk about yeah. that yet. It's not but official. It's not official yet, but boy, when it's official, we're gonna let you know. Mm-hmm. It's kind of exciting. Yeah, I think it's exciting. I don't. I mean, you're probably more excited because it would affect. Your world a little more. Sure. Than my world without sure. giving it away. Right. So it's like, yeah. <laughs> but most of the world is on this side of the I world. I know. I like to be different. What's wrong with that? <laughs> if you all could see the eye roll. Oh, major eye roll. <laughs> it's heavy over here. Holy cow. Wow. <laughs> but yeah, that, that could be. Yeah, maybe next week. Yep. We'll share that. Yeah, that could be. Mm-hmm. As long as they're sharing the podcast, we'll share the information. Yeah, y'all <laughs> sharing the podcast. Yeah, y'all. Come on now. You know we're not on social media, so we are relying right. on you all. We don't have Facebook, you guys. Yeah. It's not because we're old. We chose not to be on it. We don't want to be on Facebook. No. Oh. And I was on Instagram and Twitter, but I got rid of that last year. It's been a whole, it's more than a year. Wow. Yeah. How does that feel? Feels great. Free? Freeing. One less thing you have to do. Yeah, or look at, or waste time with. why do we feel like that? They, you get trapped feeling like I have to look at Facebook or I have to look at Instagram to see what's going on. Yeah, then you're, if that's the case, then you're held in bondage Yeah. over social media. Never want to be that way. No, so I don't even just tempt myself with it. I no. do like my Pinterest, though. Do you? Do you have an account? Yeah. I've never set up a Pinterest account. Really? Yeah. There's great recipes well, the on difference? there. I can still access some things when I get an email. I get these emails that say Pinterest. Yeah. How am I getting emails if I don't have an account? I don't know. Are you sure <laughs> you don't have an account? I don't know. That's funny. That is funny. It just dawned on me. I wonder if you do and you just don't I don't remember, remember. doing that, but I don't remember a lot of things. This I can attest to. <laughs> okay. We're not going to go down that. We're not going to go down that argument. That's again. right. <laughs> Whose memory is the worst? No, we won't. We won't go to go to that. <laughs> I'm not going to say what I want to say. No, I said we're not going there. Okay. All right. Okay, so 
what are we going to talk about today? Um, we're both reading this book. It's that a great had book. A list of like. Um, what are we calling it? We're calling it something different. We are the calling author. it like guide my, guidelines for emotional health. Yeah. He called it nurturing rules, but I don't yeah. like the word rules. Yeah. These are like guidelines. I like guidelines. Yeah. And let's just notate this book because yes. it's it's his writing and we don't want to take credit for it. Correct. But the book is called Dealing with the Crazy Makers in Your Life. Setting Boundaries on Unhealthy Relationships, and it's by Dr. David Hawkins. Yeah, a good read. It is a really good book. I'm yeah. enjoying it. Yeah. And I ordered another book of his, too. Did you? Which one? Um, Can't remember the name. City. Loving Those That Are... Not the one I got. Loving Those that Well, are I do me. have that one, oh. but it's a different one. Oh, I think you told me about it. I forgot. Yeah, I ordered that one. Anyway, I'll have to share the name later. I can't remember okay. it. You know, bad memory. <laughs> Even now. There you go. On, the, on this episode. Right. Okay. So, guidelines for emotional health. So, I guess we want to talk about first the four freedoms. Yeah. We want to talk about that. Yes, because we all have this. Um, you know, he, he calls it either... Um, it's really your born you're born with these four functions Mm -hmm. so if we're born with this i think that's why he's calling it freedom functions because we all have this no one can take it away from you right but it's feeling sensate which means your senses intuitive and thinking meaning your intuition so hey guys what's the first one listed feelings feelings we all have feelings how many people out there show their feelings? But we got to correct something, though. Not really correct, but let's just talk about this because we always say that feelings are not always truth. Right. Right? Yeah. Your feelings can deceive you at times. Yeah. Um, but I think that's... Sometimes you, you don't want to lead with your emotions or feelings, but more with facts. Right. With truth. Yeah. But you don't have to minimize or deny your feelings. No. You just have to kind of question yourself. Are my feelings legitimate or am I, am I, am I leading with my emotions or feelings? Mm-hmm. What are the facts or what's the character of the person? What's the circumstances? We've talked about all of those yeah. things because we just don't want to stumble over our feelings. We don't want to diminish our feelings because God gave right. us feelings. Right. Don't want to ignore them. No, we don't want to ignore them, but we just want to make sure they're in the right place, in the right space. Mm-hmm. Should we maybe go read this paragraph so people understand the example of when we're using feelings, sensate, intuitive, and thinking? Sure. Should we read that little? So yeah. he was. He was kind. He's a. He's a counselor. Um, He's known as the relationship doctor. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But he was in a session with some clients, and he just kind of points out um, how this married couple were both using their their, um, four functions. Mm -hmm. So I'll just read it so it kind of makes sense for you guys. It says, Mm -hmm. when Gail and Ben came in for their initial counseling session with me, they both took a moment to look around the room. 
Gail commented on my water fountain, and Ben remarked about the view of the, oh, Lord, what's that? Cowlitz River. Never heard of that river. Mm -mm. And so in that, both were using their sensate function, their senses. Senses, yeah. Then it says, as we began our session, I asked them to share why they had sought out counseling. They looked at one another, examining each other's expression, engaging each other's mood using their feeling function. Mm-hmm. Ben commented that he and Gail were doing better in their relationships, relationship since the time they called for their appointment using the thinking function, but also noted that he feared they could slip back into the type of troubling behavior that had prompted the call in the first place using the intuitive function. Mm-hmm. So we all use these functions every single day. Yeah. Probably all of them. Whether you like it or day. not, you're mm-hmm. using them. Yep, you're using these every single day. Mm-hmm. So um, these guidelines are kind of centered around using, obviously, some of these these four functions. So let's just read one, and then we'll kind of expand on each. You think that's a good yeah. way to go through it? Yeah, we got 10 of them. Okay. Okay. So first one is feeling what you feel is okay. Feelings are not right or wrong. They just are. Mm -hmm. No one can tell you what you should feel. However, talking about feelings is good and necessary. Yeah, two things I have right now. Go ahead. No one can tell you what you should Mm -hmm. feel. So we've said this like a million times. You guys, you can't tell your spouse how they're feeling or how they're not feeling. Mm -hmm. You can't tell your kids that. Right. Especially your kids. Because yes. if you tell them, you know, quit your crying, you're not sad. Yeah, mm-hmm. don't do that. Don't do that. You yeah. got to help them understand, okay, is the feeling in the right place and yeah. time, you know, the right space? Mm-hmm. But, yeah, we can't tell other people that... Um, how they should or shouldn't. Yeah, how they should or should not feel. And, you know, as parents, you may not be realizing that you might be doing it. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, you might minimize something that your child really cares about or have has their feelings hurt over. Mm-hmm. Like, they do give an example about a seven-year-old being not being invited to a birthday party that her friend was having. Mm-hmm. And yeah. obviously the seven-year-old is upset. Distraught. And like Feeling sad. left out. But as the parent, is it like, oh, it's no big deal. It's it's not a big deal. Not you, a big deal. We'll, we'll go for ice cream. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Yeah. It's minimizing their, feeling. their feelings instead of saying, oh, wow, I could see why you're so upset. Like, yeah. why do you think that happened? Do you think, are you guys not getting along at school? Right. If she's your friend, dig, parents. Yeah. Don't shy away Right. from the feelings that your kid is having because mm-hmm. you're teaching them your feelings don't matter. Right. Um, and you're teaching them not to talk things through yeah therefore they might avoid confrontations because well if you're shutting down their feelings what makes you think they're going to come and talk to you about how they're feeling right you're shutting down the uh, relationship yeah and the line of communication and that's what you want you you want 
to have yes. the line of communication always opened. Uh-huh. Um, you know, you want your kids to come to you to say, well, this is what so-and-so said about this today. Is that right? And, and kids are trying to learn feelings yeah. and emotions. And at that time, when you're saying, oh, don't worry about it, it's no big deal, you're making them sound like they shouldn't have that feeling. That's right. You're telling them mm-hmm. they shouldn't feel that without saying you shouldn't feel that way. Let me ask a question. How many dads tell their boys, don't cry? Oh, my goodness, y'all. You are doing a life worth of damage there if you tell your sons not to cry. Yeah. Don't be wimpy. You're doing doing damage. Yeah. God gave them tear ducts just like like God gave girls tear ducts. We could cry. Yeah, God gave us these feelings for a reason. Like, he has purpose in everything. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, number two. Wanting what you want and asking for it is okay. Getting your needs met is necessary. Right. So do you tell your spouse what your needs are? Yeah. Do you express, like, this is what I need from you or this is mm-hmm. this helps me and so I need you to do it, you know, do this? Do you guys openly communicate that? Also with your kids. Yeah. I mean, are you are you teaching them that? They need to know that they're allowed to ask those questions. So when they become adults, they ask their own spouse those uh-huh. questions or they tell them what they need. And it's okay, parents, to ask your kids, what do you need? Yeah. If you see your kid, I think I just had this in a, in a session. If you see that they're not having a very good day, Instead of probing them because they may not be ready to talk right then, mm-hmm. you may say, "What do you need right now, sweetie? Like, yeah, what do you need? I just need to be. I just need to cool down for a little bit. Yeah, Mom. I need to be left alone. Yeah, I need to. I need to be left alone. Or I need. I need you to help me figure it out. Think something else right now. Yeah, until I'm ready. Right. Ask them, "What do you need?" Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Questions are good. You read number three. Okay, number three. Seeing and hearing what you see and hear is okay. Mm -hmm. Seeing and hearing what you see and hear is okay. I think what that might be meaning is that your perspective... What's the word? Your perspective perspective is yours. Because you and I... We could... kind of similar, but... We could see and hear the same thing, but... But it'd be different. Right, we could perceive it differently than each other. This is why when you are communicating and you might be having a discussion, I don't like to say a confrontation, but a discussion with somebody to say, okay, what did you hear that I said? You know yeah. how when you're in marriage counseling yeah. Yeah, yeah. and you say, okay, now what did you just understand or hear me say? Right. Because their perspective could have totally been off of what you were trying to say yeah. or for them to hear. And that's just a... It's not a bad thing. No, and it's a communication tool as well. I mean, it's okay after you hear somebody speak to say, okay, let me repeat back what you just said. This is what Mm -hmm. I heard. Yeah. That's going to cut down a bunch of... Miscommunication. Yeah. More more discussions about the same thing. Right. Because... You will cut going around in circles. Yes. Yes. 
if you would just ask the question. Just incorporate that in yeah. your, in your discussions. Yeah. Okay, what did you hear me say? Right. Okay. Okay. Number four. Yep. Having fun is okay and necessary. Parents, do you do fun things with your kids? Do you do fun, fun things, things with, with your, your spouse? spouse? Yeah. It's necessary. Yeah, I had this come up too because, you know, I get it. Families are busy, especially with multiple children and, um, you know, and actually their lives revolve around everything that you do. Um, but that still means that you parents, spouses, you need to go have fun. Yeah. It's okay to have fun without your kids. Yeah, God didn't say when you get older, you can't have any fun. No. Anymore. You have to have fun. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's necessary. Yep. Number five, mm -hmm. telling the truth at all times is essential. Yes. This will reduce life's pain. Lying distorts reality. This is my favorite, actually. Yeah. Because I'm all about truth. I would rather somebody tell me something super hard, mm -hmm. but it's the truth, yeah. than sugarcoat and lie to me so that I don't get my feelings hurt. Right. I don't want that. I'd rather somebody be straightforward and tell me the truth. Yeah. Um, because that's yeah. the reality, and I think that's what I tell you know my clients is... I think we should always be pointed towards truth, especially as believers. Mm -hmm. No matter what we say, what we take in, what we see, what we hear. Um, and we have to ask ourselves that question, which this says, lying distorts reality. Mm -hmm. What is the reality of what you just heard? Mm -hmm. Is that really truth or is it not? Mm-hmm. It really will, like he says, reduce life's pain. Yeah, because I mean, because those lies, oh, will they carry did. with you. They carry with you, uh -huh. and God brings everything to the light. Yes. And do you want to be a person of integrity, right? Or do you just want to lie just to get your way? For what reason? Mm-hmm. And there's always ways to word something to where it's not so, uh, it won't be so hard to bring out truth. Like, there are some conversations that bring, like you said in the beginning, it's hard to say something that's truthful. Yeah. Because you, your motive probably isn't to hurt the other person's feelings. But there is a way to word that mm -hmm. to where you can still tell truth uh-huh but soften the way it comes out instead of being blunt you know what i'm saying you got to have some i am forever working that. on that naomi no i think you're good at it do you think really i think i think uh i could be direct uh no you were i would never guess that you are direct in a mean not a not mean but a hurtful way no i wouldn't say no hurtful. that's what i mean oh okay i mean no like, i would i would never hurt you know try to hurt somebody with like you know, let me give you just a simple little example like you you go and okay let's just say you 
you make something for your spouse and it's a new dish. Instead of saying, oh, that was really good. Okay, when it wasn't, uh-huh. just say, it, it wasn't quite my favorite. Yes. Okay, that's the same You're telling thing. truth. You're telling the truth. It's not my favorite. Right. So you're, but it's not saying that was disgusting. <laughs> Don't ever make that again. See, that's being <laughs> that's being blunt in a hurtful way. Oh, god. Like, that was, that, throw it in the trash. Instead, it's like, you know what? That yeah, wasn't husbands, my favorite. Don't ever do that. You see what I'm saying? You know the difference? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah husbands, don't. So don't a- ever tell your wife <laughs> that what you're eating. No, it's, speaking of that. Oh, gosh. Oh, no, no. goodness. <laughs> my husband. I like spinach salads. Like fresh spinach. Fresh spinach salad. Yes. Do you eat spinach out of a can? No. Oh, no, no, disgusting. I'm not Popeye. No, uh-uh. Uh-uh. <laughs> no, that's gross. No, I could eat spinach, fresh spinach. I, yeah. I mean, I'm probably making this, you know, for the last ten years, and my husband finally revealed to me that he would prefer romaine lettuce, and I'm like, oh my goodness, honey! After why all you tell me? these years, yes, I had no clue. He did not really prefer. He'll eat it, uh-huh. and he always has. But he doesn't but he quite doesn't, like it. Yeah, he could have said, Do it's not different. my favorite. Yeah. I didn't know. Wow, look at that. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Okay. What number are we on? Uh, we're on six. <laughs> Knowing your limits and delaying gratification is sometimes important. This will also reduce life's pain. Mm. Knowing your limits, I think, is the key there. Yeah. So, like... You may be invited to do all these things that are so fun. That are fun and they'll bring you gratification. But it may not be the wisest thing to do if you have other priorities that yeah. have to get done. Yeah, exactly. So you don't want to like put things that are important on the back burner. Right. That will cause pain in the right. future. Right. You may have to delay your gratification and know your limits. And don't you think that we live in a society that mm, we just instant Yeah, we want the instant gratification yep. of everything. Mm-hmm. Yep, instant fast food. Yeah. Instant, I want it right now. Yeah. I don't have any patience. Right. I want my husband to change right now. I want my kids to change right now. I want I want the degree right now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. want the car right now. Yes. So just charge it or yeah. get a loan that's yeah, yeah. fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We could go on and on. Yeah, we can. Yeah. yeah. Okay, number seven. Developing a balanced sense of... Re- Did we already do that one? No. No, developing a balanced sense of responsibility is crucial. Mm. This means accepting the consequences for what you do and refusing to accept the consequences for what someone else does. Mm. Yeah. Gosh, we could spend a whole entire podcast on this one. Yeah, because look at all the problems uh-huh. when you don't accept the consequences for your own actions. Yeah, are you accountable? Mm-hmm. Let me, I mean, accountability, come on. And you can't change if you're not. No, and accountability is good. Yeah. God calls us to have accountability yeah. with like-minded people. Mm-hmm. Because we don't always see the things within ourselves, mm-hmm. but if you have trusted, safe people around you that might see something that you're doing that is yeah. not healthy, yeah, and they lovingly tell you what that is, then you'll mm-hmm. be able to correct it. Because how many times do you 
if that happens to where your response is like, oh, I didn't know I was doing that. Right. I had no idea. Yeah. That I, I, I did that, you know? So. Yeah, and you know, something that I tell my married couples is they need to like pick a day of the week. I always say Sunday after you've eaten dinner, kids are winding down or they're in bed to have that check-in with their spouse. Mm-hmm. This is accountability and it's and it's taking responsibility for your role as a spouse to say how am I doing as mm-hmm. your husband and how am I doing as your wife? Yeah. How'd I do this last week? Do we need to change anything? Right. Add anything? It's taking responsibility. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I think it's also important in the other sentence where we don't accept the consequences for what someone else does. You are not responsible yeah. for anybody else's wrongs or burdens or their own issues and struggles. We my, say this a lot. My favorite shirt that I would like to sell if I was a t-shirt place is a shirt that says not my problem (laughs) (laughs) you would wear that every day (laughs) i know (laughs) i would uh not my problem oh you spend too much money not my problem right oh you uh ran over the curb and just busted a a tire Mm, not my problem (laughs) you're a counselor not my problem. <laughs> what? That's funny. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Hey, that's me staying in my lane. It's true. You know what Even I'm saying? Even as counselors, we can't, we can't carry other people's. No, because I think the Lord has yeah. done a good work with us. <laughs> yes. That when we walk out the back door yeah. every night, <laughs> that uh, because we don't why? carry it with us. You know why? It's because, for our health. Yeah, and because this is God's. Yeah. This is God's ministry that we're just vessels, so it's his problem. I mean, that's how I look at it. Like I'm like, okay, Lord, I did what you wanted me to do. Now you you do yeah. you do the rest on my yeah. you know, because we do pray for our clients. Yes. We do. And there's specific things that we do pray for. We pray with them in the office, but that's not the end of it. I, no. I always lift up my clients yes. in the Lord's hands. Yes. And that that releases us from carrying from the it. burden. It's a good lesson learned. Just release that person or that thing. Hey, I got up a new shirt. Lord. I got a new shirt. What? The front can say "not my problem" and the back can say "it's, it's God's, God's problem." problem. <laughs> yeah, it's so freeing. Oh, it is freeing. <laughs> oh, that's good. Oh my goodness. Oh, man. Number eight, Naomi. Making mistakes is okay. <laughs> mistakes are our teachers. They help us to learn. Yeah. Perfect. Hey, let me ask this question. Are you pushing your kids so hard that Ooh. they are living in perfectionism? Ooh. And they're taking on those traits? Because let me tell you what, perfectionism is a sin. Yeah, and it's not possible. You're no. asking your kids to do the impossible. impossible. Right. Exactly. We are not perfect. Nobody is. And all I'm saying is is if you are pushing your kids where they um, don't have the freedom to make mistakes and learn by them, mm-hmm. you can guarantee they're going to be in counseling. Yes. And it's going to be hard. I mean, to I... To break it. Yeah. It's hard to break that. It is. It's very hard. You know, and the pressure to do good... Oh, I know. 
to do good in sports, to it do... It is a bondage sin. Oh, perfectionism. Yeah, it is bondage. It is. But then what about you as parents, as adults? Like, you know, are you not giving yourself some grace? Right. You're not a perfect parent? No. Um, you got to let your kids see your mistakes. Absolutely. And you got to share those with your kids so they know it's okay. And then they don't make the same mistake and they learn from your mistakes. Absolutely. Like we always, you should always want your kids to be better than you. Absolutely. Yeah. You know? Yeah, for Mm -hmm. sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Making mistakes. It's okay. Yep. Number nine, we need to respect and value other people's feelings needs and wants violation leads to guilt and other hurtful consequences Mm. that's pretty self-explanatory yeah we need to respect other people's so that how that looks is kind of like what the other guy some of the other guidelines were is is that you shouldn't tell people how they feel yeah that's respecting their feelings is Mm -hmm. by not correcting them not shutting them not minimizing them not validating right them right don't lie to them yeah don't lie to other people tell the truth right Mm -hmm. mm-hmm you know take responsibility for your own actions right um, so yeah, okay. Gosh, we're on the last one. I know number ten says having problems and conflict is okay. However, we need to recognize and resolve them. Let me just say something right here. Please tell me. <laughs> Preach it. <laughs> if you are living in avoidance, oh. because Naomi, you know avoidance is your hot button. It's my hot it's button. It's your hot one. <laughs> Avoidance is never good because if you're avoiding a conflict, but somebody has something on their heart that they have to get resolved, but they need you to help in that resolution, Mm -hmm. but you're not willing to talk about it. There's no resolution. There's no resolution. You're not going to be reconciled. And guess what? There's no restoration. It takes two. It takes two. It does. And that other person is not, like, you've just left them in the dark. You've left them not knowing what to do with this situation. So, you know, conflict can be very healing. Yes. It could be very teaching. Mm-hmm. You could You could be taught by conflict. Because first of all, there's no way to avoid problems. Nope, not in so, this world. It says having problems and conflict is okay. Mm-hmm. It's okay. You're not going to avoid problems. No, nope. you can't go around problems. You're 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 going to have problems. So how you deal with it? Mm-hmm. It's, you have a healthy way of dealing with it and an unhealthy way. Unhealthy is sweeping everything under the rug. Oh, yeah. And if you teach your kids to do that, let me tell you what. If you teach your kids to do that, they grow up to be adults mm-hmm. who just sweep everything under the rug and mm-hmm. they don't they don't go head on and resolve anything yes. in life. You know, I can even recall situations when my girls were young and they 
had some adult conversations that they had to have. Now, I was there to support them, but I didn't rescue them. I didn't yeah. do the conversation for, for them. them. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I guided them through it. Uh-huh. But I was, I was, we were there right, standing right next to them. Supporting. Yes. But they did the talking and how that really helped. How empowering. Yes. And their maturity. My girls are pretty mature. Yeah. But it's because I didn't allow them to avoid having some really, and it was conversations, not like peer to peer. I'm talking like my little girl had to stand up. To an adult mm. that spoke untruth about her, mm, yeah, and, and and she, I don't want to say it was a blatant lie, but it was a misunderstanding. But instead, she blurted it to someone else, and so we needed to correct. Yeah, not mommy. Yeah, yeah. Because this was my girl standing up for herself, mm-hmm. and so it was that was very empowering. Yeah, and she's grown up to learn to be comfortable talking to adults. Yeah. Um, and I think that that was a big teaching moment for her. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. So, conflict is okay. So, that's 10. Wow. 10 um, guidelines, right? Mm-hmm. For emotional health. Yeah. I like right. those. If you guys get the chance, go out and get this book by uh, Dr. David Hawkins. Mm-hmm. It's a very good book. I'm still yeah. reading it. Um great stuff in it though dealing with the crazy makers in your life setting boundaries on unhealthy relationships that's what those guidelines are some boundaries yeah he's got some good books here i'm looking in the back when pleasing others is hurting you one trying to change him is hurting you Mm. um this one sounds good living beyond guilt yeah. Looks like yeah. These books. oh, when a when the man in your life can't commit. Nine critical mistakes most couples make. Hmm. Living beyond guilt. Did you say that one? Yeah. And healing a hurting relationship. Wow, these are yeah. good books. Mm-hmm. Um, those to library. Yeah, but I don't recognize the one book that I bought. I don't think it's. When pleasing others is hurting you. I don't know. I'll have to get the name of that book and share it next time. So awesome. Hey, hope everybody has a wonderful week. Yes. All right, you too. Okay. See you later. Bye. Thank you for joining Dr. Kim and Naomi on Uncomplicated Truth Talk. We hope you have enjoyed this episode. For any comments or questions, please feel free to contact them at askthecounselors at gmail.com. Until next time, this is Uncomplicated Truth Talk.